0: This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome in my friends to another episode of Behind the Pen. My name is Mike Rankin and I will be your host for today's show and I'm very happy about today's show because to my surprise Ricky Widmer's here. And I have Ricky Woodmere on Behind the Pen once again. Ricky, thanks for jumping on.
1: Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And before we get into the plethora of topics we have going on today, I'd like to plug our Patreon page because that's important to us. And I hope you guys enjoy our content. But if, And if you like it, please go to patreon.com backslash podcasts. right, Ricky? Mm-hmm. And then you, if by making a small donation every month, you get some exclusive content for Most Valuable Podcast.
1: Yeah, it's just a way for you guys to show a little bit extra support, and we, if you want to. We love
0: the support, and you know, if you can continue that, that's fantastic. If not, we, you know, our feelings won't be hurt. We still have all yeah. this stuff for you on YouTube, SoundCloud,
1: and, and iTunes. Exactly like you said. You still get everything for free for Most Valuable Podcast, but if you want that little bit more, there's some exclusive and rewards for patrons.
0: Absolutely. So... Let's get into this, um, some, some sports talk, huh? As as May is starting to flow, we're about midway through May now, and I want to get really into this baseball season, because I'm starting to get into super baseball mode now that the NBA playoffs are going on, the NHL playoffs are kind of coming to the end too, the NFL drafts done, minicamps coming up, so I mean, football is a year-round thing, but... You know, summer is here, pretty much, and baseball's all, all, all the rage, and especially in Chicago where both teams are killing it. But before I get into a bunch of topics like the Nationals, Jake Arrieta stuff, and also some Bears, I just want to go around the league and uh, talk about some new uh, some headlines because I, I'd like to do that now to start every uh, Behind the Pen podcast. So in the NBA, Golden State advances to the Western Conference Finals. Steph Curry puts on a show in the second half of game, what was it, 4 and 5. It was just unbelievable. He was hurt, and comes in, just... Kills it. Portland really played well, but you know, young team bounced by the best team in basketball. Got nothing to be ashamed of there. And also, by the way, I didn't even know Scott S- Skiles was still coaching, but he resigned as the Orlando Magic head coach. Oh, yeah, he was with the Magic. Yeah, well, so now he's gone. <laughs> hey, and I want to bring this up to you, Ricky. What do you think? Um, Illinois, right? University of Illinois.
1: Uh, I didn't know we were going to bring up. No, my no, no, just real quick.
0: There. But uh, you know. You want to make me cry today. That's what you well, want Josh to do. Well, Josh Whitman right? brought in Lovey Smith, a sh- local Chicago former Chicago Bears love it. head coach. Right? Love it. And hopefully it's a revamping to their program which much which needs it a lot. Love it. Right. So, what do you think of Scott Stiles coming in uh, to coach their basketball team? Cuz I know John Gross is really uh, well, let's not get on
1: that train yet. No, I mean, okay. I well, love I'm just saying I you love, know if you
0: Josh Whitman well, just be no, like, "Yo, no, man."
1: No. The reason why I say let's not get on that train yet is because I like John Gross, but I understand that we need to go to NCAA tournaments. Right. And, but I do like John Gross. Not I love recruits Gross. It's just, not just that, it's also the team is kind of, he's, had some, he's had some injuries to deal with too. But I like
0: Gross, so yeah, I don't want to get... That's something to think about. You know, maybe. maybe in a year or two I, if we can still our well, tournament the, less. The, the, the Gross thing, he's under contract one until 18-19. So I think so. Yeah, Illinois is going to have to pay him off. But we'll see. You know, there's just a little...
1: For thought. I thought they should have brought in Shaka Smart.
0: Moving on to the NHL now. The Blues, the St. Louis Blues, who got bounced in the first round of the playoffs last three years, were able to move on to the Western Conference Finals and defeated the Dallas Stars in seven games, which was a fun series. I mean, yeah. I mean, go Blues, I guess.
1: Fun fact about the Western Conference um, just in general, the three years since 2010 oh, like yeah. that have not been... Blackhawk World or Blackhawks-Stanley Cups. I almost said World Series. I got baseball on the mind. Mm-hmm. But the three years that have not been Blackhawks-Stanley Cups, you had the Bruins won it in, I want to say, 2011. The Vancouver Canucks went to the Cup. Who did the Canucks beat? Blackhawks. In a game seven in the first round, the Blackhawks. Then you had the Kings when they won it. Who did they beat? Western Conference Finals, Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. The Coyotes when the Kings won it a second time. Coyotes went to the Western Conference Finals. I Who see what they you're beat getting in the at first here. Round? The Blues
0: beat the Blackhawks. Do you think they're going to be a Stanley Cup well, final? Well, this this team? is the
1: thing where they have now made it to, when you beat the Blackhawks in the first round, you're a lock for the Western Conference now Finals. That, yeah. When you beat the Blackhawks in this game, you're a lock for the Stanley Cup. So right now, the the, the Blues are hoping to be more like the Kings than the Coyotes.
0: Other NHL news. I was surprised that the Capitals got bounced in the second round. I was actually. I knew it was gonna. I. I, I know, but I was just pegging that they're they so choke. talented, and did, they have the best goalie in hockey. The funny thing is, did Ovechkin.
1: You, did you see the CSN broadcast of their local anchor? Continue. Who no. he? I don't. I. I hope it was a joke. I only know about this because they had it on the Dan Patrick show today. I hope it was scripted. But if it wasn't, he was drinking on the air. Oh, my. Like, it, you oh know no. what? They did it again. And the best line from it, and I'm going to, I'll try to find a link and put it in the description for you guys. Mm. The best part of it was he goes, Yeah, you know the thing they tell you when you're kids, oh, follow your dream. Well, kids don't believe them. It's not true. <laughs> Life is very cruel. Oh, my. The Caps were supposed to win it all this year, and that didn't happen. So. Don't follow your dreams, kids. And
0: as he's drinking on air. Yeah. As that's hilarious. I, I, like, that's I why hope, hockey is so I different. Hope, I
1: hope it was a bit. It might be. It was, But well, it was the local... There's some truth to it. But it was the local
0: D.C. I love CSN it. CSN That's broadcast. hilarious. I love it. So the Capitals are out and Penguins are moving on to face the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference. That's going to be a fun series. If, if Tampa that, Bay could go back. Absolutely. That might be the Stanley Cup of this season Mm because like both teams are so so freaking awesome but kind of like how
1: kings and blackhawks were the right what a series Rangers. yeah yeah
0: but uh anyway yeah what good good for the blues honestly i think they're the most talented team left maybe the penguins too so we'll see what happens from there it's gonna be fun let's follow the nhl until it's over i mean that one dude who who got famous off of you know twitter watching that game for the first time you remember that guy no i don't what how have you not seen that that, no. that that one black dude who was just like, man, white people are hiding hockey from us forever. No, well, I do not seen don't it. You're t- oh, about. you're living under a rock, Ricky. I, I know a lot of people. Half the time, I'm Patrick Starr. That's
1: <laughs> that's that's where I get half anyway, my income anyway, from. Anyway,
0: anyway, all right. So as we wrap up this little quick segment of around the sporting world, news, around around the pen instead of around the, the, pen? the pen. Oh my. <laughs> dude, okay. We all right.
1: I hope ESPN don't come after us because it's similar to around. Once the Once
0: again, Ricky, you mentioned the four letter worldwide leader on my show. And I didn't like. I don't like it. I told you last week I didn't like it. Well, th- this, is more it legal,
1: this is more of a legal. I don't want to hear it.
0: So MLB, we talked about it last podcast. We mm-hmm. had this whole conversation about PEDs, mm-hmm. and we were waiting for this one dude to get popped. Mm-hmm. It was Raul Mondesi. I was Kansas expecting City Royals a bit,
1: top prospect. I was expecting a bigger name.
0: Well, that's uh, what I was expect.
1: Like my thought, uh, and maybe, maybe yeah. it's because like if we just if we kind of went through your fandom to my fandom. You're a baseball fanatic. I'm a guy that I like my Cubs. I'm a Cubs fanatic. About this time of the year, I start to get into baseball, and it just gets more and more and more till the end of the season, till football starts, let's be right. honest, because I need something to hold my attention. But for me being that, I guess you can call me a casual fan because I'm That's only fine. hardcore for my Cubs. I looked at it and went... Man, I wanted a bigger name.
0: Yeah, I understand that feeling. And what like happened, a kind really, of name like a Jose Bautista? Yeah, right. Well, that would just shake not up the whole ju- freaking not Joey Bets in
1: particular. I don't want Toronto fans coming after me, but that's the kind of level name right. I wanted.
0: Well, still a top number one prospect in a professional MLB system is a big news, especially in PDs. But what he t- what he took was this pain or this cold medicine, and mm-hmm. apparently there was some uh, banned stup- substance in there, and he got tested positive for it. And you know, people. Play the card where oh I didn't know what I was taking. Well, mm-hmm. in this case, I kind of believe him. So because it was cold medicine, it's unfortunate. And what, whether he knew it or not, that it's just too bad. He suspended fifty games. He dropped it from eighty to fifty because of that. But um. Yeah, that's, that's too bad. But in other news, Bartolo Colon hit a home run, his first home run ever. The Thunder That was stick. Ma- oh, oh. so majestic. I loved it. It was great. And they, they did this whole thing with that I one. thought he was going to get busted for PEDs. <laughs> I did. Well, I mean, he was, you, you think about it. I mean, he's 41, he's still killing it. 43. Who, who had the better
1: crack coming off the bat, though? Javi Baez or Bartolo Colon? Definitely Colon. Colon. Absolutely.
0: Oh. All right, so that was a little fun. I'm going to do that in every podcast from now on because I want you guys yeah, to stay up to date. It's a bait. nice little thing. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you kind of, it, it's it's it, you know, you just need it. You it's need a nice it. little weekly update. Yeah, how about Mike it? Rankin? How about it? So you guys want it? I'll bring it to you. <laughs> you guys just got to keep listening. Anyway, we have, like I said, we're going to talk a lot of baseball today, mm-hmm. and uh, let's focus really on the Washington Nationals because okay. they've been, they've been in the news for the better part of a week and a half now, and it really started with the Cubs getting swept by the Cubs and that was great in my opinion because go Cubs go you know what I mean but what happened a major storyline in that series was they didn't pitch to Harper at all I think he had Mm -hmm. he swung the bat once and he struck out yeah and that was when he was chasing pitches so the Cubs walked him in six plate appearances in the final game of this series and you know what they got called out for being uh, afraid of Bryce Harper, I see too, no problem in it. They, oh, that's not baseball. Blow, see blow.
1: no problem.
0: But let me let me tell you something. It's called strategy. One and two, they won every single game in that series, and it proved to be effective because Dusty Baker didn't adjust. He had Ryan Zimmerman batting behind Bryce Harper, and mm-hmm. if you want, you know this is happening. You see it. It's happened throughout the series. You're, they're not going to attack Bryce Harper, but what they what what Dusty Baker didn't do is maybe, oh, bat Daniel Murphy, a guy who won, who's killed the An Cubs.
1: RBI guy behind him so yeah, that who, he can bat him, at least bat Harper over. And you just
0: have a guy who can do more than Ryan Zimmerman, and Ryan mm-hmm. Zimmerman failed mightily in every single chance he had with men in scoring position. Mm-hmm. So people are complaining about the Cubs Cubs not attacking Bryce Harper. It's like, well, look at your manager and make an adjustment play around it. See, but I'm not, it.
1: I'm not surprised because, I mean, we talk, you mentioned Dusty Baker and what he didn't do. But look at the manager for the Cubs. Look at Joe Madden. Doing Joe, it. Ma- well, Joe Madden's this guy who, no matter when he's the Rays, when he's with the Cubs, he's kind of like the Mad Hatter in the uh, in the dugout. He's doing things unconventionally. The Tony Larusa batting the uh, pitcher in the eighth spot, or coming out and oh, pulling yeah. a reliever here and doing these certain things that you wouldn't even think about as a I want to say it was Madden, I, oh, I, I think it was Madden, that late in the season he did this thing where the pitcher on the mound was a righty, and there was one batter coming up that was like, oh, he sucks against lefties, but then the next three were righties. He came in and said, go out to left field, pull mm-hmm. the left fielder, put the pitcher in left. The lefty came in, I think that got was, the strikeout, and then the righty went right back I to the that mound. that was Clayton – wait,
0: I forget, but no, I definitely remember that. That was uh, – But, like, that's what Joe – That's something unique. But that's what Joe that, Madden does. He thinks Madden, outside
1: yeah. of the box, and he's going to find a way to say, okay, your move, Dusty, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And if you don't make a move against Joe, Joe's going to beat you.
0: Yeah, we talked about this before in the um, – a few other podcasts, I believe, but we talk – you think of the value in a manager and how many mm-hmm. wins, wins he brings to a club. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, not many, I would say like a, two-thirds of all the managers in baseball really don't influence, because all they're paid to do is put on a lineup card. You know, especially in the AL, it's easier for them to maneuver around their lineup. But when you look at Joe Mann
1: You got to think about that that pitcher spot. What are you going to do? In the
0: National League, it's a little. It's even more challenging. You have double switch situations. I mean, you see Joe Mann save some of his bench bats by batting relievers. And mm-hmm. you have Jason Hamill coming in to pinch hit in, in spots where guys are in sport scoring position. Well, yeah, and they're it also, winning. But it
1: also helps when your team is scoring enough runs to where you don't sure, have to think have about pulling. the yeah. You know what I found out, though, about the Cubs? Mm. That um, I guess David Ross brought a game to them last year. And it's called "fuck the" Re- or "fuck the closer." <laughs> and basically, the point of the game is when they get to the um, like eighth or ninth inning, and they let's say they're up like four to one. Okay, time to play fuck the closer. Let's add some well, more runs to where Rodon can't get a save you situation. See that, it,
0: it, Ron, don't. Well, you see that happening uh, this season a lot. But, yeah, I didn't really want to talk about the Cubs. Yeah, I bit. said Rodon. No, no, am no, I that's, thinking? That's, Southside? That's okay. Well, we, uh, we we had some Cubs conversation in there, but let's let's shift it back to the Nationals because mm-hmm. that's really what the news is about. Well, Bryce Harper saying
1: fuck you to the other.
0: That's another thing. Bryce Harper, one, he's trying to be, right, he has this persona mm-hmm. about him, and people are saying, well... You know, is he supposed? Is he going to be the face of the MLB? Because by God, he's talented enough to do that. And honestly, he's in the same Isn't company. It
1: technically, might like I would see Mike no, Trout it's, it's as Mike more Trout. of the
0: face than it's Mike Trout Bryce. because he's the most complete. And how many All Star Game MVPs has he won already? Mm-hmm. And he's just absolutely killing it in all facets. But this season, he's kind of I don't know he's taking a backseat to Bryce Harper because the last two or three seasons, Bryce Harper has been on another planet. One, he's able to hit for power. He's got speed. The only flaw in his game really is him in, in, in right field as as a fielder. But other than that, Bryce Harper is one of the most complete hitters of all time. Because one, uh, the thing that hurt him in the past was his plate discipline. And you look, he's hitting his his hard contact rate is going way up. His ability to get on base is going way up. He's not striking out as much. He's walking more, and that's scary. That is really scary, because if you're seeing Bryce Harper lay off that pitch, that pitcher's pitch more often than that, that means he's hitting his pitch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no. like that, And that's one of the reasons why the Cubs wanted opted to stay away from him. But, yeah, so what happened with this whole umpire situation, right, he there was a call that went against the Nationals, uh, Guy struck out in a high pitch, or whatever, and it was kind of odd to me because everybody from the Nationals dugout was kind of giving the ump some lip, mm-hmm. and the umpire pointed directly at Bryce Harper, and he was just like, "You're gone, like see you later." Yeah, and Bryce Harper got pissed, right? And then they ended up winning in a walk in walk off fashion, a walk off homer, and Bryce Harper rushed the field, which he shouldn't have. He, he if you're if you're thrown out of the game, you before, can't do that.
1: Before we get to Bryce, I just want to throw in a little fun fact. I can't remember the guy's name for the Nationals that hit that home run, but kind of. he thought it was the eighth.
0: He didn't even no, know it did. was the ninth. Oh, that's funny. He thought it was the eighth. That's funny. But yeah, once you're thrown out of the game, you can't rush the field. You're done. Is that a thing? Because yeah, I, it is. No, it, no, on yeah.
1: sports radio, they were debating that no, this
0: week. No, it is. And that's the reason why he got suspended. He got a one-game suspension, and it wasn't really because he said F you to the umpire clear as day it's right into the camera. Coming. It was because he was thrown out of the game, and then he rushed the field mm-hmm. once again. I would have suspend I would have fined him, absolutely, for the you know, the inappropriate comment. Mm-hmm. But um that that I wasn't sure if MLB was gonna go that route and saying, Oh, he attacked I, the umpire that way and he got suspended because of that.
1: I wouldn't I wouldn't have fined him because he said a curse word. I would have fined him because either A, like you said, he came onto the field after he wasn't supposed to, and two, if you didn't want to go that route, you could say, Well, don't say that to an umpire, yeah. and respect well, your official. I mean, you see that. I know they make yeah, bad calls, but you gotta kind of respect and honor your I mean, official in that way. Well,
0: yeah, but you see, you see, head coaches when they get thrown out of the game, you see them yeah. mfing them yeah, all the time I in mean, their face, and they're not the re- getting
1: fined or suspended and, for it. And this goes into a different discussion of I was listening to, and I know you hate when Here I bring go, them up, but geez. I'm going to bring them up. I listened to Waddle and Sylvie this afternoon, and they had a caller call in that. Was kind of bashing the um, swearing and that, oh, you're always seeing like the pixelated mouth and this and that. And I totally agree with Silverman. When you go to a baseball game, when you go to a basketball game, it's like going to a rated R movie. Sure. Sure. You're not in control of what's going to sure. happen. These are grown men on the field. They they're, get heated. They're grown men. They can talk however they, oh, they want. they have different
0: vernaculars, yeah. absolutely, and in the sports. They
1: probably swear all the time. Oh, yeah,
0: in, you look at well, hockey players. They're at well, each goes, other on the ice Here It goes going.
1: back to, like I just said, the game that— I called it Fuck the Closer. Yeah. It was, they were talking to Ross. Ross is like, yeah, it's called stru- Screw the Closer. And he goes, well, we use a different word mm-hmm. for
0: it. Well, yeah. That's what they That's do the in the club That's the nature of the game. That's how they talk. That's how it is on the mm-hmm. field. So, Plus, I mean, as you get younger, look at
1: young kids. Look at kids our age. How are they talking, Mike? Sure. We're using curse words sure. all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're progressing in society. We're, we're kind of eliminating certain terms, which is a good thing, especially like the no, vulgar but ones. I mean, but yeah, there are no, some absolutely. ones that
1: are becoming casual. Sure, absolutely. Not, I'm not talking in like a job situation or anything, but yeah, they're becoming casual. Here's the problem I have with the Bryce Harper thing. Your team wins a game in walk-off fashion, and your first, your first reaction isn't to celebrate with your team. It's to go after an ump. That the call
0: happened innings ago? You know why he did it.
1: I know why he did it. It's because he's like, suck it. We just wanted to
0: a walk-off fashion
1: in spite of your bitch-ass call. But the thing I see is that to me rubs me the wrong way. Be the bigger man, go celebrate with your team. You just won. Yeah, Instead, well, that's, that's, you're not even celebrating with see, your team. You're more focused on getting back at an ump that threw you out can, innings ago.
0: And I could I could continue on with this conversation of the perception of Bryce Harper. Now, what kind of person do you want him to well, be?
1: I want to get into that because the thing I was going to bring up is I have a friend of mine who when I worked for um my college's radio station When I was in my undergrad, he posted on Monday. He linked an article, a sports mockery article. They're the worst. I know. I can't stand it there. But the headline was just like, Bryce Harper's amazing act of kindness in Chicago almost went unnoticed. And with it, he said, and I quote, all right, all right, you win this time, Harper. I will look at you a little differently now. Keep playing the game hard. Hashtag Good man. Hashtag make make baseball fun again. Here's the thing. Then on Tuesday, this happens, and he posts the video and goes, and just like that, you're knocked back down a peg. Prove me wrong for once.
0: Well, geez. See, now that's kind of the perception the wide, you know, the overwhelming majority's mm-hmm. perception of Bryce Harper because one, he's he comes off as a douchebag.
1: Oh, he is a douchebag,
0: but he's he a, doesn't come off he's as a, one, he is he's one. He's a great douchebag, in my opinion. I love Bryce Harper, and honestly, he, it's kind of, it's kind oh, of like he,
1: you can't bullshit a bullshit. He's Mike. the man,
0: Ricky. Bryce Harper is the man, and honestly, he's slowly becoming my favorite player in baseball. And he's he's the way he acts. Kind of. I don't think
1: anybody can beat Anthony Rizzo in my mind. Well,
0: that's fine. No, absolutely, absolutely. Anthony Rizzo, that's an example of a good guy. <laughs> He's like the perfect human. He is you like the per- I mean?
1: and you look at him and you go, like, if you're a girl, you're sure. thinking, that is like the Italian— You can date my daughter. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to try to go full Chicago air. That's the Italian stallion I want coming home and taking my taking my daughter out for a nice dinner <laughs> whole of sausage style.
0: Bowl of sausage.
1: Or Italian sausage style, because we got to keep the Italian going here.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, no. um, I'm with you, though. Uh, People have this perception of Bryce Harper, and it's kind of a negative type thing, just because of his accent. He he plays
1: the part well. He's uh, a dick. Yeah,
0: but still. He's a
1: doucher. He's the man.
0: And I think slowly, he's one of the major influences of the younger generation of MLB coming together and changing the the, the style of the game. Mm -hmm. Now, you see guys... Doing stuff at second base. We've said this before, you know. It's like, it's, did you see
1: Lackey last night?
0: Oh well, see now that's another conversation that I'm going to hold off. Okay. Because are we getting to that no, later? We will. Did we, I we jump could, the gun? We could talk about that later when okay. we bring up Arietta Because but John Lackey's also he's also just a hothead and kind of an idiot. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll speak about that. But yeah, let's let's continue on to this Nationals mm-hmm. conversation. I love Bryce Harper. We'll end it at that. But what happened over um, the last week was that. Washington Nationals signed a certain pitcher of Steven Strasburg to a seven-year, $175 million contract. Now, let me, let me talk about this a little bit. So I guess not pitching in a playoff
1: race and your team losing in that playoff race and then not winning the World Series and then not going back since, that gets you this kind of money. Okay, just now— so we're, Just so we're it's here. Just,
0: I just—you know— what you let Ryan Zimmerman walk, and I know well Zimmerman is obviously the better pitcher.
1: I don't know how bad DC would have rioted if they let Strasburg walk.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing too. He was a homegrown prospect. One, they babied him in the most vague of terms. They well, yeah, babyed him. Season
1: I talked about I even
0: from the they beginning.
1: Made, they didn't even make the playoffs, did they? Um, or did yeah, they make the playoffs and they then get got bounced. bounced? Yeah, I mean, I but that I forget. was because I remember that season. All mm-hmm. the media was going. oh yes, You pitch Strasburg It's the same thing Matt Harvey
0: went through last year.
1: Here was the thing. You pitch him because you don't know if you'll ever be back in this situation again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Since that happened, they've never been there again. That's the thing. Exactly. Exactly. But on this whole topic, would you invest in this kid coming off multiple injuries? Hasn't been very consistent in the slightest, and you're investing all of this money— to a guy who's they unproven? Were,
1: they were in between a rock and a hard place. And the reason being 175
0: is, million, Ricky. Th- that's the pitching market today.
1: High, highway robbery by Steven Strasburg. He got a fucking deal, man. Yeah, the did. steal of a century. Yeah. And like the only thing I sit back and think is, "Oh fuck, we got to pay Arietta now." Mm. Like that's like how this is kind of like the quarterback thing in the NFL. Joe Flacco gets a deal. Yeah, well, yeah, that, well, that just means Andrew Luck's going to get a bigger deal. It just deal. shapes the entire Tom market. Brady got a deal. Oh, Joe Flacco uh-huh. got something bigger. Cam Newton gets something bigger. It Prices are going to keep going up for that star pitcher. And the way I, I kind of find it funny, you give Strasburg this much money, but the guy who's really your ace just struck out 20.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. And let's The talk guy about who's that really your
1: ace who struck out twenty right.
0: batters in a game. Before we get into that conversation, which is a good one, I just want to bring up the fact that this signing, because Steven Strasberg was slated to be a free agent this offseason, and he would have been the prized free agent because among the crop, there is none. It's a it's among of like crap. It's just mm-hmm. just bad. I'm gonna list some names, Ricky. I'm for trying you. to think
1: of my MLB the show for year. I'm gonna list year. Some
0: freaking names okay. in twenty seven Teen free agent pitching market And these are the most notable
1: You got me covered Cool
0: Brett Anderson Bad Andrew Kashner Bad Jorge De La Rosa Bad Jeremy Hellickson Awful Bartolo Colon Let's get it R.A. Dickey Awful Rich Hill Let's get it C.J. Wilson That's it That's the crop of free agent pitchers Going into next season no, eat, no, no, no This Hel- is bad I didn't Hellickson no. On my
1: uh, Marlins franchise No, I don't
0: want to hear it Jeremy Hellickson's he, bad he, he was an I
1: Fourth starter He's bad
0: Honestly, among the names, Andrew Kashner, maybe.
1: Maybe. You just like him because he used to play for the Cubs, but, same with Rich Hill. But he's,
0: he's been not very good. And Rich Hill, of course. You got to love Rich Hill. Rich Hill's comeback kinda old. He's kind of old Oh, now. yeah, he's bad. but uh, Well, don't want to say bad because he's not doing too terrible. It's his with age, the A's, though. But, it's, I mean, his age. it's his age. I, I commend Rich Hill for his comeback. Three attempt, or, four, but three or wh-
1: four years ago, I would have said, yeah, let's, let's nab up Rich Hill. What I'm stay. saying
0: is that for Agent Market. Opens up the opportunity now.
1: And you got to pay Bryce coming up. You're going to have to
0: pay him. Oh, yeah. He's going to make $500 million. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so He may even make a billion by that
0: time. No. No. But, I mean, if a billion dollar athlete comes out of sports, it would be in baseball because there's no freaking cap and it's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. But, mm-hmm. it, this, okay. So, what, what the Steven Strasberg signing does is it shades up the free agent market. Obviously, we just listed some names, which are terrible. But the thing is, it also creates a unique situation around the league in the trade market because that opens up the possibility of guys like a Matt Harvey to be dealt, right? So expect more teams trading position players, which is a tradi- traditionally what happens when they try and trade for pitchers. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot of moves. I mean, the White Sox just made one today for a, a young starting pitcher. So expect yeah, more of that, that coming to, this year. Was no, that it, more to fit their Yeah, no, uh, the it does. I'm just hole. using that as an example. And he... Kind of is bad. But, you know, Sox had to do what they had to do. But, but as
1: a five, as a fifth starter?
0: I'd rather have Miguel Gonzalez. Honestly. Okay. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about that. So, it's just really interesting, really some fun stuff going on around the uh, Nationals, specifically within the Nationals, because they were among the uh, many headlines. And yeah, you brought up Max Scherzer. 116 pitches, mm-hmm. 20 strikeouts, 96 strikes thrown. Whole, oh, that is unbelievable. The consistency... Uh, That was just one of the most phenomenal performances baseball has ever seen. And he joins the club of Roger Clemens and Kerry Wood as 20 20 strikeouts in a game. Well, I find it funny because
1: I sent out a Snapchat yesterday on my story that on my desk at work, I finally brought into work my little uh, gnome, gnome, my gnome, (laughs) uh, Kerry Wood. And it's funny that the day I finally put him on my desk, Someone ties Kerry Wood and Roger Clemens' Interesting. 20 strikeout Interesting. record. That's the first thing I thought about. And then we heard from Sean of Most
0: valuable Brad being a part of every single team that I guess, got 20 strikeouts or whatever. I guess he
1: was, what, on the team for the Yankees when Clemens did it? He was on the Astros mm-hmm. when Wood did it, Wood and did then, it, then he was that managing was the Tigers. Managing. Yeah, that
0: was, that's crazy. You think mm-hmm. about it, like the rarity and just the odd coincidence, but yeah, man, Max Scherzer. Whoo! Guy can't buy a break in Brad Osmus. Yeah, poor Just can't buy a break. Poor dude. Poor Tigers, honestly. But yeah, the Nationals 21 to 13 right now battling out with the, the Mets and they're going to be battling with the Mets all season because right now it looks like that's going to be a team race. Oh, you're telling race. me the Braves aren't going to be in Yeah, uh, good one. 8 and 24 Braves, <laughs> bad. Bad, bad, bad. They got some they got some issues down there. I mean, they're still in a rebuild. You know, but hey, th- the Padres
1: are now uh, two and a half out in last place of their division. Yeah,
0: the Nos is kind of ugly. After
1: after what double doubleheader sweeping us, which sucked. <sighs> by the
0: way, the Cubs. I knew we and, were
1: gonna lose a se- lose <laughs> a series eventually, but
0: it's well. Sucks. Yeah, I know it hurts. So I bad. know, but everybody needs to just calm down here. They're they're freaking twenty five and eight. They'll be I right. <laughs> still fucking amazing. Yeah, they're still on pace for hundred wins. So mm-hmm. I mean, over like hundred and twenty. Well, it was at one hundred and twenty four between <laughs> before the two losses, which is um, I think would that be a major league record? I think it would be one hundred twenty. Major league record is
1: one sixteen set by the Yankees. Okay, the ninety Yankees.
0: Okay, well I'll take your word for it, but. Yeah, as we bring up the Cubs now. And before
1: we get into the Cubs, I want to just bring up market. one yep. I want to bring up one thing because you mentioned yeah. pitchers that could be on the market.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Jose Fernandez.
0: Yeah, the trade market?
1: Yeah, yeah no, he's yeah, a guy sure. where right now he's like deadline I could see him as a talked about name because he's going to want big money and Can the Marlins dish The out? Marlins nope. aren't going to want to and it's either he's going to get traded at the deadline or they're going to go to arbitration in the well, yeah, offseason. They,
0: they're investing money in Yelich. They signed Giancarlo Stanton to a $300 million deal. Mm-hmm. So that's a name absolutely that I could see on the market. And boy, is he an impact th- uh, player. Another another name that I'd like to throw out is Sonny Gray. Yep. The Oakland A's. White Sox will be in on him. Cubs will be in on him. So I heard
1: the White Sox are one of also three teams in the finalists. It's them, the Giants, and... The Angels are the finalists for uh, Lincecum? Big Ten, Timmy Jim. Mm,
0: interesting. I mean, he's still kind of bad.
1: You kind know. of, but as a fifth starter for the well, what White Well,
0: what I would see them doing with Lincecum now, just real quick. Long reliever. Gotcha. Maybe a long reliever, but as a guy who could fill in maybe as like a sixth starter, right? Every so once in a while. a
1: start when you need to like... Because give. you're
0: not going to stretch him to be an everyday consistent yeah. fifth starter because you'll just tear him apart. But if they do this thing where they, because you want to make an effort mm-hmm. to uh, minimize Chris Sale's innings, and especially if Rodon keeps throwing and like, what hundred pitches a game, not, his last few starts, last four or five starts, have been a struggle. Mm-hmm. So you just give some guys an extra rest and you throw Lincecum in. Now I'm not saying like every every sixth day, maybe like a tenth or a twelfth day, you throw him in there. Yeah, you know, just as a spot starter. So I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if the White Sox went after him. Uh, I saw he was throwing ninety ninety one in the showcase, so maybe, he's, maybe he's still got some value. But anyway, let's move on to this Jake Arrieta stuff, huh? Because I can't wait. Why? Why can't you wait? Because
1: Ricky? like I, maybe it's because I'm from Chicago. Maybe it's because I thought uh, Jake Arrieta was cool. But when I I saw the ESPN, he flat out thing, said
0: to the question, "Would you take a hometown discount?" He flat out, straight up said, "Nope, absolutely not." And okay, part of me gets it. Part of me is like, okay. Oh, I get 100. You want the
1: money that's going to be best for you, but then there's a part of me that says, don't you want to win? Is winning more important than you? Like, I I immediately think of Tom Brady in the NFL, where okay, I'm going to take this money, restructure my contract differently, so we'll have more cap room to spend yeah, on different I mean, you guys to give me weapons.
0: You got to understand, Tom Brady's made it. You know, he's won and he's made a lot of money. And he's almost 40, if mm-hmm. he's not 40 already. With Jake Arrieta... Plus,
1: there's a salary cap, so there's a cap on right. how high that contract can And that's another go. thing.
0: There's no salary cap, so Arietta could command as much money as the market dictates, which is going to be a lot, which is around $200 million, Right. And, he's straight outside. He, he's looking for yeah. $200 million. And another thing, too, is, well, all right, let's get into this Jake Arrieta stuff. He the wants, beard's
1: got to his head, man. Uh,
0: he, well, he's overflowing with confidence, and rightfully so. He's killing it. But with Jake Arrieta... Cubs have him under control for one more year, and that's going to be an arbitration year. And he's probably going to make more. He won last year, he set the record for the most money won in arbitration. Mm-hmm. And then going into next year, I'm sure he's going to command more money because he's killing it again this year. So he's going to be 32 years old once he hits free agency after next season. After next season. So the Cubs, are, what I would like to see is say the Cubs go, hey, Jake, do us a favor and win a World Series for us. Mm-hmm. And then see you later because I'm not given a 32-year-old with now now he doesn't have a ton of mileage, right? But at the same time, he's going to command 6 years cuz I don't think they'll go 7 for a 32-year-old starter. 6 years hovering around 200 million. What is that like 28 million a year? That's kind of uh, kind of a lot. So, I'm a little reluctant. I mean, I know people around baseball and Cubs fans would love to see Arietta stay, but if I was running the Cubs, that's a lot of money, especially when you're investing uh, a lot of money into John Lester. And I was
1: just going to bring him
0: up. And you know, the reason
1: why I was going to bring him up is how long? How long do do we th- really think John Lester is going to pitch his entire contract?
0: Yes, but I think in the final two years, the value will be so diminished. You know, like I think what the Cubs did was signed him. To that six-year deal, but hope that they can Arietta get—
1: Because was nowhere near what he was now when we signed Lester.
0: I think they can hope to get at least value from Lester, like mm-hmm. really good value like numbers he's been putting up his entire career for the first four. Here's another thing. And that, then they'll take um, what they can get in the final two. Here's the thing,
1: and I'm bringing this point up. They talked about it on Waddle and Sylvie yesterday. And when they were talking about the Cubs, talking about Jake Arietta, they mentioned Chris Bryant. Now, Chris Bryant's a guy where— I want to say it's, what, four or five years? In four or five 2020. years? Yeah. In four years, that's when his contract comes up. And the longer you wait, the more that price is going to cost. Do they try to work a deal out with Bryant sooner just because it would be less money, but you don't get to keep him as long if you wait till 2020?
0: Yeah, no, that's a conversation that we have to hold off on, especially because of the Amount of variables that go on within a, a major league organization, and throughout you're talking like four years from now. I have no idea what the Cubs are going to look like in four years, so we'll, we'll just hold off on that. But with Jake Arrieta, no, no, I'm saying, like, well, you no, know, no, yeah, I'm lock saying, them up now. So I'm you saying have to worry like about right it later. now,
1: like you lock them up at a lower price now. So that you can have the wiggle room yeah, to give Ariadnah. You gotta the remember the Scott Boris is his
0: client uh, is his agent and he's not gonna go for any of that. Yeah. He's gonna command the most money for Brian. Brian might even test for agency. He might walk away from Chicago, oh, which is fucking... which might be scary. But at the it, same time, you know too, what? If
1: we had one World Series by twenty twenty, I wouldn't give a shit.
0: If they if they lost Brian,
1: no, because we'd have one world. If we had one World Series, I'd be like, fuck it, whatever, because I'd be so happy that we finally got one.
0: Well, I still want the Cubs to be competitive, and Chris Bryant's a major reason why they're good. And I wouldn't want to see a homegrown prospect with the talent who could be the face of Major League Baseball along the lines of like a Mike Trout and and Bryce Harper, Mm -hmm. as we mentioned, walk away from my team. That would kind of be like, damn it, you know. But I see what you're saying. I'm going to say the whole goal is to
1: get a World Series. I'm going to say one thing though. In Theo, I trust. Whatever. Absolutely, like Theo's made best
0: executive in history of sports. Theo's made the
1: best moves. Right now, he's in position not just to have ended one curse, but to end two curses. And you know what? Th- this is above. I know we're talking about it to spark the conversation, and people love us talking about it. But it's above my pay grade. I'm just going to let mm-hmm. Theo handle it because that's what we pay him to do. Yeah. I don't, but the Cubs pay him right. to do.
0: No, I absolutely 100% so agree with the pay him to do. So, go Cubs, go. You know, still you in really first place. Think, still do you best? really think
1: Arietta's going to walk, though?
0: Yes. I don't think the Cubs are going to sign him. That's just my opinion. 32. Do, tra- do
1: we trade Lester to keep Arietta? No.
0: Well, I, I don't thought about know the about thought that. Because, well, my it's going to be very hard to trade that contract. I Lester's more valuable? Value, but, Who's more valuable? Well, yeah, I know, but yeah, that's... Hmm,
1: interesting. Or I don't know. It depends. Or, on the, uh, market here's range. what you do, and this is all dependent on Cubs winning the World Series this year. If the Cubs win the World Series this year, you win arbitration or you lose arbitration. You get them in arbitration for next year. You already have your World Series. Trade them. Trade Arietta. Trade them b- before the deadline. Okay, oh, just trade them.
0: It could, but because you'd get a yeah, higher no. price well, for you know Arietta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That would be uh, something very interesting, especially if they're not willing to give him that money. So we'll see how it plays out, man. But right now, if everything goes without any curveballs here and Arrieta is still on the Cubs at, after 2017 and they're looking to deal him. I, I
1: hope because the one thing I will say is I, hate, let him walk. I hate buying Cubs shirts. Like, and shirts like three Yeah, jerseys. <laughs> and in three or four years, my dad always gives me shit about it because... Like I wore my Castro one like crazy, and he's like, he ain't gonna be on the team. Mm -hmm. Like my dad has this Cubs jersey, white with the Cubs logo, no name on the back, and he's the kind of guy I never get one with jerseys or with names on the back because they're not gonna be on the team. Well, that's the risk
0: you take when you. Because I I bought a Ryan Terrio jersey or jersey. Do you want to know all the jerseys I have?
1: No, I don't. Castro, not on the (laughs) team. Fukudome, not on the team. Um, Zambrano, not on the team. Psycho. Samaja, not on the team. Idiot. Um, who else do I got? I didn't have a Derek Lee. I I've got Andre a, Dawson. I've That's got cool. a Rizzo and a Bryant. There and I go. bought those at the last Cub game I went to last year because I needed somebody that was on the team.
0: Yeah, Rizzo will be here for a while. And eh, we don't know about Bryant. I love Rizzo. But all right.
1: I that, need to get a Daddy one.
0: That'll wrap up our MLB cu- conversation. We talked a little Cubs, as always, because we have to. Jake area stuff. Uh, Washington National stuff. So I hope you Washington fans enjoyed that because, they, boy, they're pretty good. And I pegged them to win the East, and they probably will. And they will they might even take on the Cubs in the playoffs. We shall see. But That's right.
1: my NLCS, baby.
0: We shall see, huh? <laughs> Let's move on, though, because every single po- Behind the Pet podcast has to touch on some Bears talk. Da, Bears. Absolutely. And even though I'm
1: a Skull Vikings
0: guy. They didn't draft a tight end, mm-hmm. but... They signed some undrafted free agents. Now, there's a couple that I want to point out. Okay, there's Harvard tight end Ben Broniker, right? Mm-hmm. And he was projected to go in the fifth or sixth round as a tight end. He has some size. He was he was like obviously too good to be in the Ivy League. He was overpowering blockers there, and that's somebody who will compete for a depth spot. And you know, usually undrafted free agents don't make the team. But two of the ten, two of the ten names, Broniker is one of them. Kevin Peterson, a quarterback, is another. Cornerback, not quarterback, cornerback. But I really like the Broniker signing, uh, especially since they had a lot of high grades on him. And I'm sure he'll be able to add to the depth of the tight end position because what do they have? Zach Miller. Uh. Wow, boy. Is this
1: going to be a position, though, that the Bears look for, like, kind of makeshift it this year? And then get your answer next year. I think they
0: like Zach Miller a lot. And I think the fact that Cutler and and Miller have this connection, Mm -hmm. because you saw it last year, that they Mm -hmm. felt comfortable with each other. So that's a valuable weapon. The thing is, though, he's got to
1: stay healthy. I want to throw something out there for you. And And no shit, he's got to stay healthy. But I'm just saying. It's one, I'm the college guy. And two, I'm currently finishing my way too early mock draft for 2017. And you didn't see me uh roll my eyes, but I did I did not have this, but Todd McShay did. What do you think of the possibility, whether it's in the first, whether it's in the second, because anything can happen between now and next year's draft, if the Bears went out and got next offseason O.J. Howard, tight end from Alabama? That would be fantastic. Like th- to me, as I look at the Bears the way I see it. You just makeshift it this year. They'll be that would find something They're gonna find something that works, and then OJ Howard. Like next year could be the year that the Bears draft offense in the first round again. Sure, and it could be a tight end. Yeah. Could be an OJ Howard because right now he's the top tight end prospect okay. going into this upcoming yeah. season.
0: No, that's a name that we should keep an eye on too. And another conversation that I don't really want to get into is if they're bad, do they draft a quarterback now? There, I know there are three quarterbacks that are projected to be top first round picks.
1: It's fun it's funny that you say that because on um the one segment of the onside kick which came out to earlier it? today. We asked uh we were talking about Adrian Peterson, his comments about will the Vikings win Super Bowl Lee or Super Bowl fifty one. <laughs> and um we had one commenter, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but you know who I'm talking about. Um uh, he said that he saw that it. he thinks the Vikings will get a wild-card spot, and then either the Giants or the Cowboys, whoever yeah. doesn't win the division out of those two. Mm-hmm. I and I, I, I threw it out there. I'm like, what about the Bears? Because I'm in firm believance, and that, yes, that is a word, believance, <laughs> that the Vikings and the Bears are going to be your fifth and your sixth this year. I think we have three teams from the North, the Great White North. Yeah getting into the playoffs in the NFC and his response was great because it all came back to Jay Cutler and Jay getting injured and Brian Hoyer not being the guy to man the ship so I, you you know my you know my thoughts Mike and we're on opposite sides of the table thank God I'm not a Bears fan cuz I wouldn't be able to deal with it but I think sooner rather than later you got to sit down and say Jay's okay. not the answer
0: I'm going to do a show coming up. Well, I, By the way, I'm going to be gone. I'll be in Florida, so I'm going to be missing a week. Mm-hmm. Just to let you guys know. But He's Going to
1: have someone fill in for you like this on the mothership? I don't
0: think so. <laughs> because behind the pen's mine, and I don't want anybody taking it. Especially you. You've been on it a few times. I don't like it. Y- you wouldn't want me to take it for a week? No. Hell no. <laughs> but uh, with this Jay Cutler nonsense, like I said, I'm going to do a show soon. Talking about why Jay Cutler is the best Bears quarterback and why people who don't like Jay Please Cutler me. are stupid. I, can't I apologize. Wait for it. I hope I didn't. I, I hope I didn't oh, no. insult oh, anyone
1: because no. we know you're really the stupid one for Get believing. The, you know what, dude? Trust me, I'm a Cub fan. I know no, when people no, no, tell no, me no. I'm stupid I for okay, no.
0: blind hope. Okay, the main narrative that goes around Cutler is he's not a leader. Uh, he gets hurt a lot. Oh, he makes stupid decisions. Okay.
1: Okay, that they're all viable. They're okay. all Viable reasons.
0: The leadership one is just plain ignorance. Because how? What do you know? You play quarterback. It's ignorance. You know
1: what? How? That's okay. the sport you no. play. You play quarterback. No, the quarterback. I'm not getting to this. Damn discussion. Look at Tom Brady and Peyton okay, Manning. Okay, look. Leaders. Greatest quarterbacks of all I'm time. I'm going to touch on this
0: in another show. Look you at that great. stay teams. tuned because look I look have so fuck, much to say about look this. Look at the fucking Panthers. But, okay, now what do you expect a leader to be? Do you have this absolute picture of what a leader should be? Jay Culler's a leader in his own set. He does his own things. You saw it this offseason. He organized a private, uh, top-skilled players, you know, organization, whatever, to work on like to work out together. That's an example of a leadership quality. You you So see, did
1: Mark Sanchez. So? He's a leader too. Yeah, where Mark, Where's Mark Sanchez right now? But he's also
0: fumbling all he's over. He's also the bad. Field. Yeah, th- th- that's the point I'm making. Jay Culler's not bad though. Jay Culler's good. He's Debatable. A top, top 12 quarterback in the league. Debatable. Debatable. Debatable Have you watched? whether he's good or not. How? How? I just don't understand how people with this mindset who say Jay Culler's not good because he he is good. And you're ignorant if you say that he's not. Yes, inform okay, now, me. Now, inform me. No, no, no. I, I will once I do like a forty-minute long show of how great Jay Cutler is. But I'm just saying, as a Bears follower for as long as I can remember being alive, which is twenty something years, I'm telling you, this is the Bears' best quarterback that they've ever had. He has the skill set to take this team to the Super Bowl is that and win better one. Better than Jim, McMahon? yes, yes. Okay, yes, Jim McMahon. Um, that's another conversation. But I'm just saying, Jay Cutler, yes, he is better than Jimmy You're Mayer. not telling me the, he's
1: better than sexy Rexy. Yes,
0: by far. <laughs> Rex Grossman shouldn't even be in this conversation no, or in this show. But I'm just here, saying. Here's
1: the thing with the Bears. And I know this got on a different topic than you yeah, were looking you to go what? on. you know what? You do that but to you me know, sometimes. It, it's good. This is a good conversation. I feel, and this is me coming as a non-Bears fan on the outside looking in, the Bears are never going to win a Super Bowl with Jay Cutler. Yes, because. Looking at your points, I will give you this. The leadership argument, tomato, tomato, apples to oranges, you know what, fine. Like, some people see leadership qualities in different people. To me, I'm the guy. It's a false narrative. That's all it is. I'm the guy who I like my quarterback to just show me a little bit, like, like on the field All right, well, that you give are you a Wait, 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 wait. No, wait, I'm going to ask you. Are wait. you in the
0: locker room? Do you know what Jay Culler does? Do you know? I'm how giving he, you that point, Mike. I'm just saying, I'm saying Ricky, that, I'm, to, er- and to everybody else who thinks Culler's know, not a leader or I'm, a
1: quitter because he's not a quitter. I'm taking that point and I'm putting it over to the side. The other two that you said, the first one, he keeps getting injured. How can you help your team win if you're not on the field?
0: Yeah, but also how are you able to control the fact that you get hurt? And the fact that you have one of the worst offensive lines throughout your entire career. It's just career. shitty luck. And, and okay, so how are you How are the you one saying thing that where, he's a bad quarterback
1: because of that? You can't. Because he's not on the field. It's his body. That's his genetic saying, hey, you so know what? So Tony Romo's sucks not because first. he's hurt every year. I don't think Romo's that great of a oh quarterback. But when goodness. he's on the field, when Jay Cutler has shown flashes, I just think in the long run of things— He's not the guy to win a Super Bowl for Chicago, and they're going to have to look for the answer.
0: Ricky, I we could do another fifty minutes of this show.
1: We're not, but I'm just saying. Bottom line, I do not think Jay Cutler is the man to eventually win a Super Bowl. For Chicago,
0: how many times has Jay Cutler brought this team back in the fourth quarter and won game solely on on last possessions? How what? many rings? Offensive possessions. Okay, so you are going to bring up the fact that it's a quarterback of the Chicago Bears hasn't that, won a ring. Well, that's my. So why, wait, does wait, it, wait, why wait, doesn't why does Ben wait. Roethlisberger win a ring every single year? Why doesn't Eli my, Manning win a ring even every single year? I don't get two. Why doesn't Tony Romo win a ring? Why doesn't Matt Ryan win a ring? My is, point. It, is it all on the quarterback to win a Super Bowl? It's okay. Now, real quick. Let's look at how the Bears were constructed during Cutler's tenure since 2009. One, how many offensive court—this is their sixth—Mike Martz, Ron Turner, uh, Mike Tice, who had a third-grade playbook, terrible. Offensive weapons, their their main threat for a long time was Earl Bennett, right? Uh, They had Roy Williams at one point to throw to. Johnny Knox before he got bent in half. Greg Olson. And then they had a safety cushion in Matt Forte, and that was it. Everybody else was makeshift. They weren't running their routes because they're idiots. They brought in Brandon Marshall. He was he was solid. But now let me let me talk about this for a second. You had a Lovey Smith philosophy with th- this four three Tampa two style defense with an aging group. Got you to a Super Bowl, right? But as they progressed, that was in two thousand six, no, two thousand seven. Now you're in two thousand nine, two thousand. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna admit, yeah, Collar had a bad year in two thousand nine. 2010, they went to the NFC Championship game with an aging defense. Now, in 2011, before he broke his thumb, they were 7-3. and three. He was having one of the greatest seasons of his career. And that defense was still decent enough to get them to a Super Bowl. But then after that fell off, you saw other teams, quarterbacks, able to complete 80% of their freaking passes because it was so easy to dominate that defense. And then, as you continue, the aging defense is still there. You bring in Mel Tucker who has his own style of defense, but he adopted the 4-3 scheme, the Tampa 2 scheme, and it was the biggest joke on the face of the earth. We saw in 2014 the worst Chicago Bears defense in the history of football. That was the worst fucking defense ever.
1: You're talking two years ago, right? Yes. Okay.
0: And then in 2013, they had a chance to make the playoffs, and I swear to God, if you blame color for not making the playoffs in 2013, you're an idiot. Because Is that the year he got hurt? No, is that the year he got no, hurt? when McCown the p- came in. Oh yeah, 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 no, 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 that was twenty fourteen. Okay. I'm saying in twenty thirteen they played the uh, Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. Now, if you're if you're or telling me he got
1: hurt me- in the NFC Championship game, no,
0: that was in twenty ten. Okay, that was when people you could tell him a Vikings fan. That's when people all these were years saying for Cutler
1: run together. That's
0: when people were saying that Cutler uh, was a quitter and all this all, other crap like Maurice Jones Drew saying, oh, he quit on the team. Here, like, here's
1: he- here's my thing,
0: and. I feel like I'm sorry Ricky. It what, takes a full what you team have to win and they didn't have it with color yet. What, now I'm looking at it and Okay, he's gonna, okay. I'm going to I'm going to
1: pull Brandon here. I gave you your time to talk. You no, give go me ahead, my Ricky. Time.
0: I just wanted to get that in there. Go I ahead. mean, I am the guest,
1: so I feel like I should Don't get a even play bit. that card. <laughs> but here's how I see it. Is Ryan Pace putting together something good in Chicago? Absolutely. Yes. Is John Fox a competent head coach? To run this team, especially that defense. Yes, yes. However, the way I see it, this year, this year is the year where it's like you know what we're just revving up for next year because next year's the Super Bowl run. This is the one to see. This is like last year's Cubs
0: season. That's what I was about to bring up. Let's well, wait next to see. year. Right.
1: Next year will be this year's Cubs season. However, however. To me, the big difference between baseball and football, you say it's a team, it needs a team yes, to it win does. it all. Three However, seasons. look back at most of the last Super Bowl champions. Defensive Name teams? the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. I, well, Name I'm, the quarterbacks. Well, obviously.
1: Trent Dilfer was the last one that fucking was a whack off.
0: I'm just saying, man, Colors among them that could win a Super no, Bowl. No, yes. Cutler
1: is not among yes. the Bradys, yes. the Mannings, the I'm Wilson's, not saying he's on that same level. I'm saying
0: Joe Flacco. You think Joe Flacco's better than Jay Cutler? He could yes. be. No, I think he is. Yes, I think he is. But he's not that far off in, in, in talent. I just now, he don't, has a different skill set, but I'm just saying colors still on that level. I just don't think
1: Jay's the guy. And, I mean, am I saying that Jay Cutler... Is garbage. No, because he's He's not. He's better than Blake Bortles. There's that for you. He's top twelve. He's better than, I don't know, Tavares Jackson, so you got that going for you. Wow. Yeah, I'm naming really like low level quarterbacks to get you kind of riled up. I just think that the Bears are going to be kind of just right like they're not they're kind of gonna be like the St. Louis Blues in hockey, as long as they have cutler they just can't get over the hump.
0: Well, can't get over the hump. Final thoughts before we end the show. Jay Cutler has signed a contract, a 7-year deal and 3 or what was it 4 years? I think it was 3 years, were guaranteed money and going into this season this is the last year where he gets his guaranteed money. So after that they have the option to cut him or move him and they don't have they're not responsible for that salary. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do because the next four years is just a toss up and we're going to have to go year by year. But what I would say is that Color has a guaranteed two more seasons with the Chicago Bears. And we'll see after the next two seasons because I'm telling you, quarterbacks, he's 32 years old. Quarterbacks can still play in this league at the age of 40 and guys can still perform at an MVP type. And I'm not saying Color's going to be an MVP. But I'm saying you can have career years. Don't be throwing at this out age. MVPs. I'm not with Jay saying Cutler. Well, Brandon Marshall did. And he's you know he's an idiot. But like, like I was saying, Jay Cutler is talented enough to take this team to a, a Super Bowl. It just takes a, a full effort. You have to have a complete group. You can rely on your defense all you want, like the Broncos did with Peyton Manning, who had a noodle arm.
1: It's like I said. What was it? But, the last time but I was this, on the yeah, show. Go
0: ahead. What did I say about the
1: Bears? This defense will carry you this year. Except Jay Cutler is kind of an upgrade from Rex Grossman. I'm that's telling it. you, Ricky. and The, the every offense, col- every, the offense yeah. is going to be better than it was it's that It's going to be great. But the defense is still going to carry
0: you this year. Defense might be middle of the pack. Offense might be top 15, top 12. See, I say flip it.
1: Offense may be the one that's worse out of the two. And
0: well, we'll see. Because I really think that Cutler has the weapons and, and the necessary... Leonard um, Floyd may possibly be the next Von Miller. Philosophy. He could be. Very, very well could be, but I think Cutler's in a system now where he, he thrives in. I think we're going to see his best years ahead. And you know what? He had thirty touchdowns in that awful Tressman run in twenty fourteen. He's thrown over three thousand yards in almost every single season. So, you know, you guys, you guys have have uh, gotten think, a feel of what how I feel about Cutler. And I
1: think you brought up the best analogy with Tony Romo. Is Tony Romo a bad quarterback? No. Well, will Tony Romo never win a Super Bowl? For Tony Romo,
0: I think Tony a, This is his yeah. shot. I think Tony Romo's a top he's got, quarterback. He's got
1: this year. But, he's got Des and Zeke. All right, Cutler does not have Des right, and Zeke. All
0: right, enough, enough, enough already. All right, we've, we've been going on longer than expected. I'm sorry, I kept you here longer than we had to, but we got into this colored nope. conversation. I, we had to talk about it. You know
1: what? I just I can't stand Cutler. I don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl in Chicago. That's it. Okay.
0: Well, I disagree wholeheartedly. You <laughs> well, better find your answer sooner rather you'll than later. See it. Chicago. You'll see it. This these next couple years is gonna be fun on the offensive side. But anyway, all right, I wanna thank you all for listening to Behind the Pen. It's been a lot of fun talking sports with you guys again this week. Remember, follow us on Twitter at most valuable pod, same with Snapchat, same name. Also subscribe to us on YouTube at most valuable Podcast. And most importantly, if you really appreciate what we just provided and you want to hear more, exclusively for you, go to patreon.com's backslash most valuable podcast and become a patreon you know donate a dollar two dollars a month that's all you need to do all you gotta do is donate a
1: dollar and you get a free monthly ex- well not free you get a exclusive podcast yeah, free if you donate money. <laughs> for patrons and it's only a dollar so
0: you know what if you really like us which we love you guys you know what i mean so Dude,
1: you, you know we love
0: you so you know keep joining on this freight train that won't stop moving But anyway,
1: don't stop till you get enough.
0: For Ricky Widmer, I'm Mike Rankin. Thank you for listening to Behind the Pen, and we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.